0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And as always, you know it, I say it every week. Here's my main man, Reggie. What's going on, Reg?
1: What's up, Ken? Uh, What's going on, man?
0: I'm just uh, fighting through this summer heat and I can't turn away from uh, this anything commanders related. if it's on TV, if it's a, if it's a tweet, if it's a, an interview, um, I'm trying to pull in everything that I can, uh, on what's going on with Washington commanders and yeah. And then here we are to share that and give our opinions and ideas about what's going on in training camp this week. How about you, man?
1: Well, I'm with you on this heat, man. I don't know. I don't know who we pissed off. I don't know who we have pissed off, but boy, it is a thousand degrees outside here in Texas. Um, again, for all of our new listeners, Ken and I live right here in the deep and the heart of Dallas, Texas, oh, home no. of the hated, home of the hated cowboys, man. But uh, yeah, it's hot. Yeah, there's no other way to put it. You can't even try to soften it. You can't even kind of almost make it feel. It is hot as hell here, man. And I mean, uh, I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, we're we're begging for the mid nineties, right? <laughs> uh yeah, I, I'll, yeah i'll be yeah i'll be happy for 95 right now uh when it's 95 feels like a cold
1: front <laughs> with, with the kind of heat heat it, humidity. Would, We're doing it would it uh, would
0: as, it, as as i say you know it, it's so hot you know chickens are laying boiled eggs around here man it is it is hot <laughs> it is hot
1: I, i've never heard that one before but yes it, it is probably about that hot around here yes, and yes. uh but but you know i'm glad i work inside I'm one of the lucky ones man that uh you know i got ac in my car (laughs) and (laughs) and i work inside so i got ac inside the building that's right but uh but it's hot man but but what what is making this good is we know that as this start to cool down around here uh that's that when we that is when we will be one step closer to uh the start of season of the season and right now we're in training camp and so with training camp man brings a lot of excitement and, uh, and a lot of excitement is upon us. Uh, you know, we've been watching and you, to your point on Twitter or X, I mean, I don't know what the hell Elon Musk is doing. He's just, yeah. it's like, he just gets in and just decides to just screw stuff up. Like, oh, yeah. like what was oh, yeah.
0: wrong with Twitter? Uh, just, that, uh, yeah, I, I I'm so rich. I can do whatever. And you know, it's, uh, you know, yeah, man, I,
1: but come on, man, it's, I, again, because we try to keep our podcast PG thirteen, man. It, I almost used some some language here, but like you just you just messing it up just for the sake of just like 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 just oh god. He, anyway,
0: he, he, he's got, he's got an itch and he's got the money to scratch it, no matter what. So uh, by changing the name, by changing whatever, by changing whatever, stupid. Oh, it's stupid. It's kind, of, it's kind oh, of like I'm when Prince, Don't get me wrong.
1: When Prince became a symbol, you couldn't even say it. So what was his name? you're not prince, prince. anymore but you're
0: still prince yeah Form, well, still prince. prince yeah formerly prince that's just
1: dumb right <laughs> i i knew why he did it and i and i respect prince for, for becoming the symbol but when you became the symbol you had no name you're just a symbol
0: right
1: so now twitter's just x like or you or should we call you 10 Cause you're Roman, new. I mean, I don't know, but anyway, uh, getting off on a on, on a tangent here, but but my point being is, all over social media, man, it's it's just nothing but uh, pictures and photos and videos of training camp, the players, the former players out at training camp, all the fans that are out at training camp, and we'll get into all that. Yeah, but but it's training camp, man, and we're all excited with with the new era in Washington football.
0: Well, and, and, and some of the things that you mentioned there, you know, going into training camp, uh, the crowds are, the crowds are, are big, man. There's excitement. Um, and and there's reason to be both on the field and off the field, right? There's, there's new ownership. So that, that anchor we feel is is off of our, you know, off of our foot, you know, dragging us down. Um, you know, as we start climbing, we're not going to, have an owner that that trips us up uh we feel like we don't you know based on the the track record of the of the current ownership um you see pictures of uh magic johnson he's over in europe on some multi-million dollar yacht and him and his family and you know there's like 10 people all wearing washington commander's gear you know and it it just makes you feel good that man we got we got people that are on on this team that want to be on the team that want to do well uh it's it's all talk right now but they're all definitely saying the right things um and yep. then you know and then on the field uh you know we had a really good defense last year and here the first couple of days um you know her young rookie cornerback is is looking like he's he's worthy of that number 1 pick. Um we got the excitement of a new quarterback, we got the excitement of uh, a new offensive coordinator and you you see it in the players, right? When when they're doing their interviews and they're saying and they're going to say everything positive right now anyway. But you just see a little bit of emphasis, a little sparkle in their eye as as they're giving these interviews that they're they're enjoying this. They're looking forward to working hard and putting this in and, 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 and it, it feels like it's a good formula for them to have success this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, outside of the fans, uh, you know, who seems to be the happiest and it's very obvious that the, the, the weight and the pressure has been lifted off, off of him. Rob Rivera. Yeah. You watch, you watch any of his press conferences since the change in ownership, um, every day after every day after practice, man, that guy seems that a, a heavy weight has been lifted off his shoulders, and you can tell that he is he is enjoying himself. It's almost like to you know he said himself, you know, now that uh, he can focus just solely on football, uh, right. not having to answer media questions about all of the other stuff. And uh, so so it's been it's been very clear for for Ron. Uh, with the new change in ownership. Um, it was interesting that, you know, you see all of the images of mostly Josh Harris and, uh, you know, being out at camp and everything. And I couldn't help but think, you know, this guy owns two other franchises. right? But because he bought those franchises and it's kind of the owner, you know, he's just viewed as the owner. I watched him during his couple days in in training camp, and it was like a rock star because everyone wanted pictures and autographs of the guy that essentially that has rescued the franchise. And if I was in front of him, I'd have had one question. That question would have been, have you ever or do you get this kind of treatment in Philadelphia or New Jersey? And I got to believe the answer is no because he just bought a team that was already – pre-existing and was tasked with just creating a winner right it went deeper than that when he took over the washington commanders right it was almost as a savior so now so now it's this is the guy and so everybody was just loving on him and high-fiving and autographs and pictures and selfies and all that kind of stuff and he was eating it up because yeah. I guarantee you, when he took over the je- the Devils and, and the Sixers, it wasn't t- quite the fanfare, other than a couple of press conferences, right? Right. That right. doesn't mean that he doesn't, you know, people doesn't approach him when he's out in the streets. But I got to believe it's nothing like no. what uh, what he witnessed at training camp for two days when he was here when he was there in uh, in, uh, in in Virginia. So,
0: well, I mean, it's very we, interesting. Yeah, I mean, we talk about it, and it just goes to show how how the dedicated fans that have been through the Snyder years and hung around. I mean, you, you and I are, you know, example a and example B um, uh, of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of commanders fans who we just want to win, man. We want to be competitive. We want to be the team that we were, you know, in the eighties and, and early nineties before, before Snyder came along you know and yeah you you might have a year or two that are not quite as good but you make some moves and and uh and you build it because because you've got a good staff you know you've got a good core um team behind you so adding a couple players or having a good draft or two makes a world of difference um and you know, so 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 we'll we'll see. We 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 feel like we've got somebody that has an approach of letting the experts uh do their job. Uh yeah. l- like any good company uh organization should be run. Um you can't interfere with all the good work that's being done. Uh we can circle back around with uh Elon Musk on that. Um but but it, in, in Washington, you know, we Dan Snyder interfered a lot. Uh, you hear different coaches, different players come along and and say that. Uh, people try to keep it hush-hush, uh, afraid that you're going to burn bridges if you talk about it. Well, Snyder's gone, and you start hearing a whole lot more of it. Uh, people being vocal that previously kind of, like I said, laid low on, on a lot of those topics.
1: Well, also um... – the the impact and the I don't I don't know what word I'm looking for here, but you could see it immediately. The impact of the change in ownership instantly, right? Yes. You, you see it. You see it in the in the organization on the on the business side. We we've seen how they put the bleachers in, and it's funny. All they did was put bleachers in.
0: Yep.
1: Right. But what a difference it looked at Kim. It looked like a professional football. It was professional. Team. Right. It looked very professional. all they did, Kim, was put bleachers. But the bleachers there, the the setup that they brought to bring, you know, to get fans there. Yep. The fact that they're having the fans there, as opposed to this raffle draw that only a select few get to they had it. it was open. You get your ticket, you go. And they had right. 10,000 people there. And then Being there, you got all the fans that gave the fans access to the players. The players were willing to give a little time after practice. You saw all the former players there. Uh, uh, You know, uh, our guy, our guy friend of the show, Anthony Armstrong, was out there. He took pictures with some former players. I mean, it's just, you know, sellers. I mean, you just see all the former players coming back, and this was immediate.
0: Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. Yeah. The point that there was, you know, a lot of the former players. Didn't weren't like real comfortable. Weren't excited about coming around the team and promoting the team and promoting everything. Um, And and, and because they, I I think they had a bad taste in the mouth for Snyder. So they're like, why would I come out there and help Snyder with everything? You know. Um, But now that's gone, and you you can just see the way the former players are talking. Um, Mm -hmm. To to your point, you know, Anthony Armstrong, Sellers, like uh, Rock Cartwright. Yep. Um a handful of players that were like, they are happy to be back. They they feel like they're part of the organization again, even though it's only been a week or two, right? Right, Week and a half. Um, they already feel like, hey, this is th- th- this these are my roots. This is where I am. And I can't, yeah, you know, I want to be remembered and I want to be part when this thing gets turned around. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 happy for it. Definitely.
1: Yeah. And and the facilities, you know, we're talking about the bleachers, the facilities will be upgraded. I don't know how much the fans will get to see that part, but obviously it's going to help and benefit the players. True. They're already talking about the millions, the hundreds of millions that they're going to invest in the stadium uh, to kind of improve the fan experience there. And, uh, and this is obviously just until, you know, the new stadium is built. And I know that that will come at a different day and a different time. Yeah. Um, but all of a sudden, uh, but all of a
0: sudden, all the cities, and you know, Maryland is interested in it. Virginia is interested in it. DC is interested. We're, we're yep. all willing to talk now. And before, everybody was like, uh, we, "We not interested. Not not interested. You're not getting any tax breaks. You know, whatever, whatever it was." Um, but and, you know, and again, that goes back to the the impact of the
1: owner change that was felt immediately. Yes. Real quick. Real quick question here. Just just a thought that came to my mind. Go ahead. A lot of lot, a lot of lot of lot of people, myself included, wanted Jeff Bezos to be the owner. Okay. Do you think that if Jeff Bezos had purchased the team, that the the vibe would be the same as we're getting with uh, Josh Harris and and his ownership group? Simply because three of those guys are from the area and grew up fans of the team as opposed to Jeff Bezos would have just been the guy with the most money who can do the most buy the biggest toys. Do you think the impact would have been the same?
0: Um, I don't. Well, I, I think because nobody knows, um, you know, other, other than magic Johnson, nobody knows any of the owners. Right. So they, they come with a clean slate, Jeff Bezos. There's people that have positive or negative things about him right now right before he even buys the team so so that kind of comes into play a little bit um if he's if he's doing a lot of the same things uh saying the same things talking about investing in the team putting out the bleachers you're like man you know i think you i think you're still going to get a lot of the similar uh thing because you're like well, look look he's he's only been here for a week and we can tell how much money he's put into it already. But how much
1: of it being a fan of the team from the area has endeared endeared themselves to the fans even more so on top of everything that you're referring to?
0: I I
1: think it plays a role.
0: Everybody likes when a former player or fan has something to do with the team, right? You you would like a former player to be the head coach for Washington one day. Um, I used to like that stuff. For the most part... I could care less about that because once that starts getting the focus of some kind of lineage on our team, that doesn't mean that that player or that coach is the best fit for the position. So I, I, I'm a little, I mean, yeah, your, your heart can't help but like that the owner was a fan before he came on, but so is Snyder. Right. So, um, so you know that doesn't hold a lot of weight, but I'm gonna give this guy, you know, I'm gonna cut this guy some slack. You know, he's a fan. I'm gonna, you know, come on and you know, be part of it. But you know, it, I, I, I think I think I,
1: the I, leash will be longer because these guys are from the area as opposed to Jeff Bezos.
0: Probably. I, I think yeah, th- there's nothing like I said, there's nothing for the media and fans to bash them for yet, right? Right. They they would be quick to bash Jeff Bezos. Uh, especially right. if there was ever anything that had to do with a budget. <laughs> you know, he, he, he gets, he gets, <laughs> you know, he doesn't get a pass at all when it comes to anything budget wise, because it's right. Jeff Bezos. So. Right.
1: No doubt. No doubt. So <laughs> one, one quick thing here that before we get into a little bit of the camp, uh, one of the topic that seems to be uh, circulating and some traction, at least on the Twitter and Twitter, attraction uh, I don't know about in the world and uh, and that is the name um, you know obviously you and I are sitting here you're wearing a Redskins hat I'm wearing a Redskins pullover and, and even a commander's hat right just because you know we got the gear and yep, I still wear some of it from time to time uh, last I saw I think there was 30,000 signatures to some stupid uh, petition that's circulating around it was um, one of those
0: online the, meaningless petitions. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. I think the goal keeps changing. I think the last I saw was fifty thousand, right. and now they're up to close to forty thousand signatures to change the
0: name back. Make, make it a million. Make it a million and and reach a million. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. So so so, what what are your thoughts, man, on this
1: push to change the name back to the Redskins?
0: It. it yeah. I like the passion of of the Washington Redskins, right? That's our, our our what we grew up with, right? The, those are the yeah. Super Bowl teams. That's who we rooted for forever and a day, um, and and to the point of let there be a, a million people signing that uh, petition. Uh, every single person in Washington D.C. Uh, DMV area can sign that petition, and it is not. Going back to the Washington Redskins, <laughs> never. It, it, it is not. Hang on, never, never, ever, I, I, ever, I, I, ever. I, I, I'm I'm within about a, a step and a half of never, ever. Uh and and, yeah. and and not. You know what? If there was no blowback to the ownership group for going back to Washington, they would do it. I I believe they would, but oh. All your sponsors are not going to allow it. You know the the same sponsors that were mad and ha- and forced the change, they're not going to embrace it now. Why? Just okay. because it's a different owner? It's it's if it was a bad name for for one person, it was a bad name for another ownership
1: group. Okay, you you didn't want to go out there and say never ever. I'm gonna say it. It's never ever ever going back. To the Washington Redskins, I don't give a damn how many signatures they put up. It's I not agree. going back to the Redskins.
0: No, it's it's now.
1: Not. Now the second question is: Will they go through another rebrand?
0: i mean, yeah. Personally, and, I'm I'm going to say flip a coin. As of today, as today's no, date, no, 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 man. I'm gonna say flip coin. I need an answer, man. Get off the fence.
1: Get off the fence. I need to an answer. You, I'm not gonna no, hold you to it.
0: I don't. know whether they will or not.
1: Um,
0: okay. I, okay, I, well, I let, let me ask you it, this.
1: Let me ask you this. Do you want them to go through another rebrand? Um, yes or no. Yes or
0: it, no. If I get to pick from you, don't a, a couple names myself. <laughs> <laughs> you won't. <laughs> uh then i then i'm then I'm nervous about it you won't you they're not gonna ask Ken you're not gonna get the vote on it. you don't know that you don't know that don't they got <laughs> they got my number so, come on man hey they got my name they got my number <laughs> you know no. uh, I don't listen i I know I know Reggie's answer. what's my answer Not just no, but hell no. Listen, man, listen. I'm
1: going to tell you why I don't want to go through a rebrand. For starters, I don't spend too much damn money (laughs) on Redskins, football team, and commanders. I don't need a fourth name. So let's let's, 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 let's just be honest. So selfishly, I I, I don't need another.
0: I feel you on that one.
1: I don't need another damn rebrand. But if they go through and do another rebrand, all the people that hated the football team, then when we became the commanders, had a problem with that. Who's to say that if they go from commanders to the Washington, whatever, that you're gonna like that even better? Because they're not gonna listen to you, they're not gonna take take your input. You might think that you that you might.
0: Yeah, you you got fooled the first time. Exactly.
1: So, what <laughs> makes you think they're gonna all of a sudden listen to the fans the next time around? I, so, I, I
0: think I, I'll i give you my two cents on why myself and some people would like to change the name. Okay. But hang on, let me finish go ahead. Point. So go at ahead. the end of the day, just because they
1: choose to go through another rebrand, doesn't mean you're going to like that name any better. Agreed. Just like everybody was pushing for a brief, uh, we didn't want to be remain the football team. So, therefore, we wanted to go to another name because that's so whatever, whatever, whatever. And then, all of a sudden, we didn't like that. So, what makes you think you're going to like the fourth name? So, for me, get, get used to the name Commanders because at the end of the day, you, we could be called the Washington Toilet Bowl. And if we start winning games and being a perennial NFC champion and making it to Super Bowls, people will not care. So if we're the commanders and we start winning, watch how quickly the name change goes to the bottom of the list of priorities for fans. So at this point, just oh, sit when, down when and shut party, the hell up. Yes, then just sit, sit down and shut the hell up. I don't want another rebrand.
0: Um, I, I I think if there's a re a rebrand, and and I'm only speaking as as of today and reading the fans and even maybe reading the ownership a little bit. If there's a rebrand, one of the major reasons to rebrand is to unhick unhook your wagon from anything that is Snyder. Right? He he didn't I don't care what he said, what anybody thinks. He didn't take a poll on commanders, right? They didn't take any input from the fans on the commanders. Um but let me just say if they do keep the commanders, I'm okay with it but you must and this is a this is a a, a must 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 rebrand your logo you must update a, a w is not going to cut you can have an R right like we had the R back with the Redskins in the day you can you can have the W in the background, but you need a true logo of of something that is other than a letter uh, uh, hey the, the, that is the that is the laziest logo in in today's times with with all the media with all the resources with all the high-tech computers heck go ahead and use one of these ai drawing uh programs and and create a new logo um it, it is Hey, the bottom five worst logos in the NFL. Get my Kirk on, Kirk. Kirk, who <laughs> Captain, <laughs> Captain, Captain Kirk from the Starship Enterprise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, and, um, man, listen almost, the
1: any, almost yeah. anything they give you. Is gonna be some dude with a shield or some army guy. That's okay,
0: some, that's okay. No, it ain't, man. I it's that all crap, better man. than a W.
1: Anyway, I know you and I don't agree on this, but I don't want no army man. I don't want no shield. I I, 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 no, no, man.
0: You, no. you, la- you laughed, and, and when they came out with this stupid W, you're just now used to it. You're used to it now. And, Dude, like else, baby, and like anything else, baby, and like anything
1: else, you get used to it. You get used to the Commanders.
0: It's 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 stupid. The Commanders was lame and <laughs> stupid. The W, the w is, is 100 times worse than the Commanders. Oh um,
1: my
0: God. As a matter on, of fact, man. I'm on here right now. I'm changing everything. <laughs> Rebrand. Rebrand everything. Rebrand. Right.
1: Uh, Let's move on because you – We don't want to get bogged down in this, man. Let's move on to the next time.
0: (laughs) But they will not be going to the Washington Redskins.
1: I think that is the one thing we agree on. We will never, ever, if you talk about the Washington Redskins, it's gonna be old footage. Yes. Or you're gonna be talking about players who played for the Redskins. That team name is gone. It is gone. Never, it's never coming back.
0: Nope. Um, Never coming
1: back. So anyway next but,
0: topic brother well let's get back to training camp right uh before we before we lose one of one of our three listeners um <laughs> the uh <laughs> the, the we had a few days of of uh what i call light practice um just running around kind of like flag football but today they was the first day that they put their pads on a uh, little little more contact i mean they're still they're not they're not going crazy on each other. That won't happen until like the first uh, scrimmage against uh Baltimore. But even even that is going to be a little bit lighter um than an actual preseason game. But you know, they get used to running around. Uh, you know, Ron said you know, he wanted to see how how quick and and nimble they all are uh in pads. It takes a little bit to get used to that sometimes. Um, but early on you're seeing you know the first week or so here you're seeing the defense get consistently consistently a little bit better uh get, get at the offense a little bit better than the offense giving it to the defense and and that's not unexpected right no no not at all um
1: i've learned over the years man <clears throat> not to get too too high and not to get too low uh, regarding any reports coming out of training camp, right? We could probably have a hall of fame list of players that were killing it in training camp and then the preseason or the season started and we never heard from these guys. All right, And so, therefore, I I, I don't – I take any report with a grain of salt. Um, I think on our last, last podcast, I said, with the exception of injuries, I just don't want to hear coming out of camp how bad Sam is looking. So, the fact that he is looking okay, um, he seemed to be building some rapport and chemistry with certain players. That's cool. fact right. that he throws an interception, okay, yeah. I guess. I mean, to your point, the defense is in the fourth year. Of this, you when know, they're playing with each other and somewhat the same system, they modified a little bit. But these guys are light years ahead of the offense. Offense has five new, four new starters on the offensive line that are that are not only trying to work together to build chemistry, but oh by the way, they're trying to learn a new offense. And even the quarterback doesn't even know the offense. And I use that lightly to say he's learning it himself. It's not like he's been in this offense and can help direct traffic with the the linemen and some of the receivers. So he himself is learning. So when I hear some of this stuff that they're working, you know, they're not game planning for our defense. Uh, huh. In fact, I'm a little encouraged that if you tell me that Sam had an okay day against our defense up front, I feel better about that because that means that for a team that we're game planning with or defense is not as good, then maybe he's going to look better. And, I, and maybe, that's, maybe that's just a foolish way of thinking, perhaps. I don't know. But if you were telling me right now that our offense is – John Kime and those guys are telling us how bad the offense looks and they have a lot of concerns about this offensive team going into the season and that the defense is going to have to carry this team, then I would be a lot more worried than I am right now. But right now we're getting things like, man, the guys are holding their own. The defense seems to win this day. Or then, you know, the offense looks great. You know, or they look suspect, you know. But I'm not I'm not overly worried at this point. Um, I just want to know that everybody is doing good, everybody's either trending upward or being steady. And uh yeah, yeah, our rookies are holding their own out there, you know. Emmanuel Forbes, Quan Martin doesn't look like this is too big for them, then I'm cool with it. Because when the lights come on, that's when it's gonna actually count, man. And so right now, I'm not getting too high or too low um, right. about what I'm hearing and seeing out of camp right now.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I mean, normally even on veteran teams with veteran quarterbacks, uh, normally the, the offense still takes a little bit longer to click uh, defense comes in and they, and they're just playing. They're just reading, right? What I, I read you, uh, and, and how you're going? Whether I'm playing in a zone or playing man to man, it's the uh, offense that needs to think. Right? How, how am I cutting? How am I making a move? Who's going where? As, as a quarterback, uh, there's a lot more moving parts and, and thought into it from an offensive perspective, especially when you've when you haven't been doing it for you know months uh, at, at a time. So, defense almost always uh, has a better start than. Than the offense uh even even with teams that have a better offense than the defense clearly we have a better defense uh than the offense itself um you know as far as an interception or two that that Hal has thrown i i promise you um patrick mahomes has thrown at least one interception since since he's been in camp right but nobody worries about patrick home patrick mahomes throwing an interception nobody, right. nobody worries about uh herbert throwing an interception um uh, but as soon as Sam Howell does it, it's, it's oh, no. Uh, he, he's, he's learning. You know, there's no ifs, ands, or buts of, about it. He's learning. The coaches feel like he has the skills, the knowledge for the game, the feel for the game to be a successful quarterback. And that is exactly what training camp is all about. Uh, we'll find out week one. Uh, I mean, I think we'll see some of it in the, in the preseason, even against vanilla defenses. Uh, you'll see his composure. That's and that's what I'll be looking at mainly is is his composure, Um and you know even during preseason there's going to be some times where the offensive line will break down and we'll see how he handles it. Is he does he scramble? Does he throw the ball away? Does he does he make a, a you know a hot read and, and get it to somebody? Uh, how does he handle those situations? Because um, I, I think because that's think where Snows we've seen that's where we've saw troubles over the last few years with, with this quarterback rotation, uh, of either, you know, I'm holding the ball too long. I, I refuse to throw the ball away. I, I try to force it and, and make a play when the best thing to do was just, th- you know, throw it out of bounds, uh, 10 yards downfield. Um, they, they just need to become instinctual for, for any quarterback in this league.
1: Yeah. I think, I think Sam is fine. I think if you, I agree if you, meaning not just you, but just people in general, were okay with uh Taylor Heineke behind center. Yep. Th- then then you got you have to be, in my opinion, you have to be okay with Sam Howe because he's he's at, at at the floor level, he's Taylor Heineke. With a better arm. With a better arm. Right. And, and and at a ceiling, he could he, you know, the ceiling is still there, right? The sky's the limit, so to speak, for this kid. Right. But he's at least your Taylor Heineke. With, with some better, some better skill set is, is what I would say. Natural, so
0: with, yeah, with, yeah, with natural, better skill set, just yeah. in, in his DNA. Yes, yeah, it's I just appreciate. a better
1: core. So, so if we got a better version of Taylor, Taylor Heineke, is my floor, then then I'm not overly worried about Sam. Sam, right? My my, if if there's anything I'm worried about, is the fact that we have a harder schedule this year, and he is trying to. Con- he would be learning on the job, so to speak, against some pretty good teams week in and week out. That's that's really my only concern. Yeah. You know, you know, will he be the long term answer? Obviously, we'll find that out. But as a short term, I have more concerns about our offensive line being able to protect Sam than I am about Sam not being able to be a, a good quarterback for us.
0: All right. I I agree. I think um Washington made some perceived upgrades at offensive line and I, and I think they will be better than last year but will it be good enough to be the offensive line that a young inexperienced Sam Howell needs um, I, I would have liked for them to have you know when 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 free agency came along and we went out first day or two and got a couple uh, offensive linemen you know I said we went instead of waiting for the scraps We looked at the lower mid-level players and we got the ones that we wanted at that level, right? We didn't wait for everybody else to get them. And then now we'll take the leftovers. We're like, okay, here's the B level players. We're going to go get the B level player that we like. I I, I think that we should have either gotten another B level player or gone out and gotten an an A level player because they knew at the time that they were going with Sam Howell, um, and we'll see how it plays out, right? I, I hope the coaches uh made the right choices on on their you know laying out how they want to go with the offensive line this year. But we will I'll say we will go for as far as Sam Howell takes us, but I've got more concern with the offensive line than I do Sam Howell. I agree.
1: I agree, man. I I that's what I'm listening to. So the the, the interceptions that we see here. Whatever the case, look, man, he's working on his craft, and so I'm not overly concerned about uh, that at this point. Um, it's training camp, man. And in fact, right. this is only week two of training camp. And uh, so, you know, again, let's just get out of this thing injury-free, get get ourselves to <laughs> through preseason, get to week one, yeah. and let's ball, man. Let's ball.
0: Yeah. I I do like uh, I know we kind of touched on it. I do like the uh the the fan experience that's going on with with their practice. Uh you know, to your point, they've they've the players and the coaches have commented on it. And I like seeing the the videos of, of the fans. Uh, you know, when when there's a good catch um or, or or a big play, I mean you can you can hear it all the way across uh the, the audio, the oohs and ahs and applause and everything like that. So I, I do like that uh, one, you know, I'm not going to spend a lot of time, but one thing I want to touch base, a, a, a negative on the training camp is the news of, of Jamon Davis dealing with his uh, knucklehead speeding ticket. And, the, you know, the the, the judge is, is not letting him just brush it off, right? They, they try to come to an agreement of something – very low key, uh, of a, a sentencing, uh, and the, and the judge looked at it between what the prosecutor and his defense team came up with. And the judge is like, nah, you, we, we're not the uh, judge didn't accept it. And, and right. it's not common that you see that, right. Judges normally will back the prosecutor. Um, but the judge isn't having that. So, you know, I don't know what this is going to turn into, Jam Davis. It's it, it's definitely a distraction for him, and he if you if you listen to the reports, he hasn't been running with a full with a first team very much in training camp either, even when he's been on the field.
1: Yeah, but they said that that has more to do with the procedure that he had, that he's trying to uh, overcome and get rehabbed. And the fact that he missed, uh, didn't get any work into the new scheme and things that they're implementing right, during, right. during the uh, mini camp. So therefore, he's slowly being worked in, which is the same thing they did with Cody Barton doing doing uh, mini camp, and let Khalid Hudson run with the ones because they wanted Cody to kind of get some things under his belt here. So right. I think that has less less to do with the speeding ticket and more to do with him coming off the little procedure that he had. Um, you know man is it a bonehead thing that Jamin is out here speeding yeah it is what makes it worse is he was and I don't know the full connection but either he was in front of or following but that whole incident with the sh- the of Everett and yep. his fiance so yep. again Jamin Davis attached to that and, and somehow if you remember speeding was it played a role in that particular incident absolutely um
0: and then and then davis also got a not as extreme of a speeding ticket, ticket but he got another pretty good speeding right. ticket uh literally just like two weeks prior so yeah. so here's the deal. Here's he, he's, deal he's got a he's got a, a bad habit uh when it when it comes to speed and cars and
1: you know i'm gonna get, i'm gonna give you my big picture deal here the ramifications of this on a big picture short term he's not nothing major is gonna happen to jamming davis right even with even with the judge rejecting the plea deal that they had agreed upon with the with the prosecution right if he ends up losing some few games during the season this could be the last of Jamin Davis that we see as a watch to commander because I'm gonna tell you what Jamin Day was a first round pick. Yep And when you're a first-round pick, right or wrong, there's usually high expectations. Jamin Davis has not lived up to those expectations. And now here's a situation where this is supposed to be the year that the team is expecting, has publicly said they expect big things from Jamin Davis. And Jamie's not having a great camp yet and whether it's due to him coming back to his recovery or whatever, but he's not having a – you're not hearing big things out of Jamin Davis and Kemp. And if Jamin Davis ends up losing playing time to Cody Barton and Khalid Hudson and any other backup, David Mayo or any other linebacker they got on this team, and the fact that you have a lead foot, and you make bonehead decisions. Those are the kind of guys that they don't resign. And if Jamy Davis is going to have a resurgence of a football career, it would be with another team, but it won't be with the team in Washington. So unless he comes out and turns this thing around, I'm just telling you, we will. We will I, I, I think I we'll don't be seeing the last of Jamin Davis.
0: I don't. I don't disagree. Uh, you know, go back. You know, ten or twelve years ago, there was always something like this going on with some player. Uh, that hasn't been the case under, uh, Wrong Ron Rivera. Bear. Um, so I look, you're, you're talking about 50 guys that have a lot of money, a lot of fame, things potentially are going to happen in life, right? You could have 50 guys that uh, working at the, at the business that you are, and somebody's going to end up getting in trouble occasionally, but how you know if, if you're a top producer at that company uh you know they, they cut you a little more slack if if you're the guy that's just barely hanging on uh yeah man why it gives them a reason to not keep you around um, dang
1: if curtis jahan terry uh john allen deron Payne, chase young is those guys speeding hey man they're going to give you a slap on the wrist.
0: Yeah, just, just slow down for us, okay?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need you getting it. We don't need no negative publicity. We don't need you getting in trouble. We're going to have a sit-down and talk with you. Jamin Davis, man, listen, brother, you're going gonna to mess around here, and they're going to release you. Right, right. Okay, and that's what's going to happen. You're going to end up because, again, the Cody Barnes and the Khalid Hussons of the world is looking to take your spot, and you're about to hand it to them because you're being stupid. Right, right. So... so- that's all I got to say on, on, on Mr. Yeah. Davis, but uh, I hope he's learning from this man. Come on. Come on, dog.
0: Oh, right, yeah. I mean, we, we we want him to to turn the corner both on the field and off the field, right? I mean, uh, to stop speeding is, is easy to do, right? We're, we're not talking about going, you know, 12 miles over the limit. You know, we're talking like, uh, what are they doing? This dude's going calling? 114 and a 45. And from what I hear, that 45 wasn't just a 45, but there was a lot of people around up and down that that street and walkway or whatever it was uh, that it was. It was a, it, it wasn't, you know, at two in the morning when nobody's around. It was there, there were a lot of people around. And so if he would have lost control, uh, it would have been it, it would have been a, a really bad scene. What an um, idiot, man. What an idiot. Yes, without a doubt. Um, but anyway, uh, but outside of that you know the most of the things out of the training camp have been have been pretty good um a lot a lot of positive and uh, we know this time of year you're gonna pretty much just hear uh positive things if you hear something negative this time of year it's it's a it's a negative negative you know that that person might uh, start uh getting their resume together for whatever whatever they got their uh degree in in college um one of the things I did hear also was that uh, Logan Thomas over the first five or six days is looking like the old Logan Thomas um, moving around, running well, getting his routes, doing everything that, that we liked before he started getting injuries. And then even last year, you know, had a little bit of health issues, but still didn't seem like he was the same Logan Thomas. Supposedly he's looking, he's looking like Logan Thomas of say three years ago uh, when he was, when he was a weapon so that, that's definitely a positive yeah it's a positive man a, a young quarterback a young quarterback can't have too many right your, your, your tight end a lot of times is your you know when, when things are breaking down your your tight end is right there because they're normally not the ones going going deep uh they're blocking and releasing they're doing little hooks they're doing little the the, the grunt work that that you can check down to if you need to and you got to have somebody there. Do that you know well i think it's not think Logan Thomas, somebody else needs to step up but i have heard we have been hearing good things about logan thomas the other tight ends we have haven't ever seen it do they have it in them maybe but we've seen it in logan thomas and if that's the logan thomas that we're getting that's nothing but but good for the burgundy and gold
1: yeah and and we all i think expect the tight end to be a big part of our offense uh i do 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 not expect those guys to put up Travis, Travis Kelsey type numbers in production, but we do believe that the tight ends will be featured in our offense. And so therefore a healthy and productive Logan Thomas, obviously is going to help Sam Howe and it's going to help our offense. Um, So I'm not overly excited about it because technically we don't have a stud playmaker in that group, at least not yet. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean that there's not one there, uh, because to your point, we've not seen it from the other guys, um, you know. And, and maybe all of a sudden this offense highlights and allows one of those guys to jump out there and become that guy. But as of right now, we've not seen it, so it doesn't. We don't know that we have that guy just yet. But again, I'm going to keep circling back. None of it matters if we can't protect Sam Howell, because I think Sam Howell is going to be fine. We just got to protect him. Right, and if right. we protect him and give this kid a chance to, to do what he does best behind center, I think we'll be fine, man. I'm I, I'm not worried. I'm just only concerned about the offensive line.
0: And, and we play some some tough defenses this year. You know, I mean, not just, not. I mean, just within our division is going to be tough. the The lines uh, with all three teams, uh, you know. Philly Philly and Dallas, definitely, but but the Giants have a have Giants a solid defensive uh, front too. They have a solid defensive front too. Um, so it's yeah. you know, there's there's not gonna be any easy days for that offensive line this year nope. at all. Um which is why so, I need yeah. them to
1: jail early and often. Yes, yeah. Early uh, and
0: often. Yeah, just like I said it, you, you can't be somebody just standing there like we saw a couple players last year. Um you know you, they 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 can run over you or, or around you but you got to you got got to give some level of resistance right
1: yeah they can't just run through you man come on correct looking so, at you norwell i didn't i didn't want to say his but well he's no longer with us he's no longer with us on the team he's not dead. He's correct. No on, he, he's no longer on the team
0: i mean i mean he, he he played like a corpse uh you know during the season on a few of those games but uh but he he, he is alive and yeah, I don't know he's, if he's fine. kicking, but he, he's definitely alive. Yeah.
1: He's fine. He's fine. He's living better than I am. But hey,
0: <laughs> yes, uh, yes. But he, he got he got paid very well to stand there.
1: He did. He did. So but anyway, man. So good reports coming out of training camp. Um, we just kind of want to kind of get in here, and as we're gonna start ramping back up ourselves, uh, just kind of want to give a little talk on what we've been seeing, what we've been reading what we've been hearing out of training camp. Um, and again, as, as this is week two of training camp and uh, looking forward to it, man, we'll continue to bring these to you guys. We'll continue to update you and uh we'll continue to give our thoughts and our feedback on these things. But um that's all I got. Ken, you
0: got anything else, man? No, I would just say, you know, reach, reach out and, you know, we're, even though we're doing a podcast, you know, right now, once a week or so, roughly, uh, you know, going into the season, you know, we are active on Twitter. Uh, so reach out and find the, you know, the burning gold knuckleheads on Twitter and interact with us there. Uh, you know, we, we all can get a report that, uh, something is happening, but each of us as, as fans and, and podcasters, you know, we have different reactions to what that means. Is that, is it good? Is it bad? Is it not a big deal? Um, you know, hit us up on, on, on Twitter and. You know, let, let us know uh, your, your two cents of, of what you think. Uh, I think over the next uh, couple of weeks also, as, as things move and we start seeing positions, you know, we're going to probably throw out a, f- a few polls out there on, you know, who do we think should start? Who do we who do we you know as, as you see? Um, uh our, our preseason games you know who Who did you like in that game you know we'll, we'll find three or four people put it out there and get your input on on who impressed you on those preseason games so uh you know please please interact with us and uh let us know what you're thinking
1: that's it that's it man we're here for you and we love you and as always peace out
0: peace out knuckleheads